welcome back to the podcast, the Russians. Hello. The Russians, though, it's, my, you know, it's kind of a, not, we're not, it's not doing good PR. Uh, the name isn't fitting into good PR right now. You know, it, bad, it, we might have an image problem with this, with this title. Yeah. Well, finally, when we settled after two name changes. We can be called the anti-Putinists. No, it should be like the Russians in parentheses. We're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> we apologize. No, please, for, please forgive us. Please forgive us. Yeah. No, it's but it's you know all kind of okay, joking. Yeah, we shouldn't we shouldn't really make light of the. No, but the all, thing, it's all but right. Yeah. You know, it's but it's uh, yeah. All joking aside, it's kind of we're both I think pretty shocked by by what's going on, <clears throat> and just the sort of completely. Um, I think it took most Russians by surprise. Speaking of the Russians, uh, it took most Russians by surprise. You know, uh, the fact that uh, Putin and his folk and his people decided not to just, you know, go and put troops in the breakaway territories, but to actually go and launch an actual invasion, an actual invasion on the entirety of Ukraine. It, it's it's kind of insane. I mean, it, it's it's totally uh, it's, it's caught everybody out of the blue. I mean, I don't know as a Russian. I had no idea. No one had any idea. And and in fact, like until like the last moment, I know you you actually kind of fall into this category, even though you're not groveling like other people we know on Twitter, apologizing for your basically miscalculation of this thing. But um, generally speaking, I would never believe that whatever is Biden saying and his people are saying actually would like almost come true almost to the date because they were predicting something. I was kind of laughing it off February yeah, they're 20. Like getting dates. They were like, and they're always moving it. Yeah. They said the last date almost like almost yeah, worked. Exactly. And I, it was, you could not mock it because, you know, I mean, these are people that have been lying to us for, 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 for a long time. And uh, in particularly, not, not just on this issue, but all different issues uh, in terms of foreign policy and what America's doing abroad. And, and, and why. And why. And, why, and what lie. the reason is for whatever, the, for, for whatever war scare or invasion that's being cooked up. But, but even with, with Russia, you know, it's like, I, I mean, I think there's even like a funny, screech, funny funny graphic going around of every single year, you know, going back like a decade, almost not a decade, but like eight years or more or about eight years, you know, just like every, Since like, just, right? yeah, yeah, just the headline of like Russian troops are amassing about to invade, you know, Russia amassing troops on the border of Ukraine about to invade. So, you know, these things have been sort of, they've, they've said that so They've said it so often, and they've warned about this coming invasion so often and so much. Um, no, but I have to say, like they really um, like escalated in the last, like, yes, say, month. True. So it it didn't to me. I mean, I, I know you watch news way closer than I do, but to me, it wasn't the same as last year or a few years ago. That's no, true. This time, they were really sort of. It's true. No, it's true. No, it, yeah, it was it was an escalation, and so, but but yeah. that doesn't mean you know, like yeah, just because they were escalating doesn't yeah, and, mean. Yeah, and a very bizarre. Thing I know now, everyone can watch it. I think they put subtitles over the entire thing. Putin had this like hour long address. To the, it sounds like a Queen of England, yeah, address to the nation. And there, even it was like a day before they launched the attack. We were watching it like sort of a little bit of of that hour, and he would say how uh, basically the Americans are uh, saying that uh, unrightly so that Russia is going to go and attack, blah blah, yeah. we'll go into the war. And I would assume it's actually super weird. While he would say that openly, obviously it's meaning it's a hoax, it's yes. a lie, and it's only he only like supports this our view of the whole American story yeah. as totally bogus and like warmongering and also like just pure I yes. don't know 
just lies. And then that that's, I mean, we'll get into the speech because I just, just yeah. was rewatching it. How weird is that? And then while saying that, yes. then he would. He did debunk the, yeah, the, yeah, these he, ideas. He that, actually would address that, that, oh, the Americans saying all this as if yes, as we're going to do, do it. it. As if we're going to do it. <laughs> And, and actually, that made me laugh, of course, and I'm yeah, going to do no. it. And then, like, well, he did do it. But then there was a new spin on it, yeah. which I, I now I understand why people are extremely angry, but also scared. The spin on it is that they're kind of doing it, but it's not. they're not doing what Americans said because they're defending themselves. Yes. So that's, I mean, I'm super simplifying, but that's the spin. Yeah, it's which not is, an attack. It's more like a defensive operation. Def- defensive, uh, like a Nasser defense operation. Anyway, yeah. so, but my point is that just to confirm no. what you're saying, that up until, I don't know, maybe like a few hours before it happened, like despite all those speeches and clearly there's like a weird theater yeah. they put on and, and Kremlin, I had no idea. I thought they're just like discussing it clearly because Americans are out of their mind. Yeah, no, no, so, I know. It's like, I mean, it's like, it's the, fu- it's funny. It's like, this is the one time in all, in basically my entire, I don't know, my entire adult life, I guess, you know, that they actually. Americans uh, got it right. Well, right? they didn't get it right. It's just like, they weren't lying, basically. <laughs> That's true. Not that they it's were not, not lying. It's not like they didn't, weren't good, it's just that they weren't lying. So like, so, and then, so of course, you know. Do you feel like, uh, sorry to interrupt, but do you feel like they had some kind of like this time, they had some like intel, truly? Why, they had why intel. They got I mean, it? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, how, how do we know anything? Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. Of course, they have maybe some good intel. Maybe they had a source, but I wouldn't be surprised maybe if Putin uh, and his people were feeding it to them. I mean, like, actually, because look, I mean, this is like... Um, Why would they feed them to because them? Because this is part of like a negotiation thing that's been going on for a long time. You know, I mean, this is like, this is not just, it's not like an... I mean, I, I actually am I'm, I'm very much against what uh, the the kind of the steps that uh, Russia is taking, or the Russian government is taking in its like sort of defense of itself, you know, quote unquote... Um, and in the attack on Ukraine that's currently uh, underway, but you know, but this is—it's not like it just came out of nowhere. No, of course not. You know not. what I'm saying? So, like the the grievances that the Russians have been presenting, you know, have been basically gone back uh, over a decade. You know, and right. specifically, they've like it, they've ramped up since the since since the early 2000s. You know, but really, like they've ramped up, you know, obviously, about eight, eight years ago, almost to the day, because this invasion is almost on the exact anniversary of the Maidan, right. when actually Yanukovych fled Kiev and fled to Russia, and you know, the sort of the rebels took control of of of, of uh, the Ukrainian government, uh, and you know, a new government was right was a bit in place. Late. Actually, it was in Moscow. It's funny because when we, because I, I remember watching it. I, uh, we must have been not different because I, 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 I stayed in Santa Monica back then. We yeah, were in yeah, Santa but because I was trying to make my libertarian film. Right, yes. No, I <laughs> and know. And I remember watching Doors and it was like insane. In, yeah, because I remember being, it was my birthday, so it happened on my birthday, yeah. And and so I, and just I was kind of, you know, again, like glued to the glued to this thing and watching this thing in real time um, back then. But anyway, so it's almost like an eight, it's on the yeah. eight year anniversary, the, 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 the this invasion of the Maidan that this happened. So the Russians' grievances, I mean, whatever you want to like, you know, people will kind of like say, well, Putin, you know, is like, you like, there are no grievances. They're not real. You know, uh, Ukraine is a sovereign nation. It can do whatever the hell it wants. It can join any alliance, whatever. The point is like the, from the Russian side, they were very deadly serious for a long time about the grievances about, uh, about, you know, NATO in particular, but in about American sort of, the idea that like America is just sort of, expanding into into Ukraine and treating mm-hmm. it like its own territory and Russia I mean Russia from like the Putin's side and Putin's you know viewpoint and we kind of get into that because this whole video that he did kind of an interesting video clearly very well prepared and very well thought out I mean they were kind of planning this and 
clearly like this is what he actually thinks it's not like some faint it's not something also mostly factual which i know a lot of people i yeah. think now which kind of scares me try to say that he completely lost his mind he's some like insane old man which maybe he lost some of his mind i don't know but like yeah. watching that speech doesn't seem so it's an interesting kind of scary speech yeah and it confirms actually a lot of the things that we talk about on, right, on the right. podcast a lot but and so like you know so what he the, the, he laid his basically his grievances out in this in this in this video and like his view of ukraine and his view that ukraine is essentially russians russian territory i mean it could be a, co- a separate country or whatever but it's like it's a russian territory they can get to whatever the hell they want there americans can't do it what anything that they want there you know like so like and it's sort of like he kind of threw down the gauntlet and so and so this invasion i mean no one thought that he would invade just because like you know just if you th- if you go down the scenarios of how this will play out like it just, it just does not make any sense and so like i know you know i've been sort of in touch with some friends of ours that like are friends with some more like nationalist minded kind of nationalist oriented uh, opposition p- people in, in Russia even, you know, like, so not with the government necessarily, but, but like, you know, and the, this, this kind of more nationalist um, opposition in, in Russia, they're super gung ho about what's going on. And they think that like, it'll be a, like a, you know, a walk in the park of this it's invasion. It's like a blitzkrieg almost. Yeah, they're going to they go in there, they're way. just going to like sweep the military side. They're going to do regime change. Like, so they're doing like a- But like quick. Quick and like, and the, and the Ukrainian people are just not going to mind and they're not going to be any resistance or resentment. Right. So they, they, so that's like one thing. The other thing is like what, they're just going to like do a punitive action, like bomb a bunch of places, take a bunch, some territory that is strategic and leave all the other stuff, you know, kind of to the Ukrainian government and untouched, but just bomb them a bit. like. That's not gonna like create goodwill, and in fact, the only thing that it'll do is um, energize Ukraine's desire to um, join NATO, right? Or to or to basically get right. any kind of help from the outside, and like, and it will also galvanize public opinion, you know, around the world in Europe and America, is particularly like that. You know, Russia is an aggressive state, and actually, Ukraine does need to be protected from it, and it isn't just like you know, and so and so like. It just it, that's why people I think were so uh, dismissive of the possibility, just because you know Putin had all has always had always kind of acted uh, conservatively. I'll say you know like in terms of the like foreign policy and geopolitics. You know he's he's never he's never like and people are kind of surprised by his by his ability to kind of you know be very cautious and be very effective. And right. and so like this seems like throwing everything to the wind, and he's super confident extremely brazen and he's I, I actually he's, also feels uh, or looks or sounds quite bitter and offended very offended it's like a it's like a you know i was like talking to mark uh ames that just you know we've been sort of chatting the last couple of days as as this invasion sort of un, unrolled and um you know it's like it's just he, he looks like a, a kind of a a bitter you know a mafia boss that's sort of like kind of you know like sending a message to like whatever to, 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 to the main dawn to, to the main dawn and saying this is it we're cutting ties and like, and he's like delivering, you know, the prized horse or the prized, you know, or maybe like your cousin, you know, or your cousin's head, you know, on a, in, in, a, in a suitcase to, to the guy, you know, that's the kind of tone and sort of listing all the things that- No, and know, he's done. And, and listing all the, yeah, and listing all the things that why, like, you know, he, all the times that he's like, he's been belittled and insulted by the main Don. And so it has a very, he's very pissed off, very upset. Um, but you know what? Let me backtrack a yeah. little bit because, like, the uh, why we even wanted to 
add to the noise, even though I'm critical of all this, like yeah. people <laughs> semi-profiteering from the disaster, like whatever, hot takes and all. Join us for an, for an, for an inside view of the war on Ukraine. <laughs> from the Russians. I mean, I'm like really critical of this, yeah. but I thought we would do it just... Um, I mean, one insights we have, an insight we do have, is like watching the speech and kind of being Russians and kind of uh, sort of retelling what's the, the philosophical or historical underpinning of what's going on, at least how Putin saw it, because I think he was fairly, fairly sincere in the speech. So that's why we want to record it. But we actually, before we knew the war is actually real, we scheduled uh, to do a podcast today with a really interesting socio- um, Ukrainian sociologist yeah. who live, lives right now, I think, in Berlin. In Berlin. He's in Berlin. In Berlin. Yeah. Um, and we wanted just to talk about Ukrainian identity. Yeah, because I, because yeah, because Ukraine is such an interesting nation where it's like you know, it's been, it's true, it's been kind of, you know. In the most rough terms, there's like two different parts to it, but there are actually much many more parts to it. And there's multiple languages, and like multiple sort of histories and multiple mythologies that people have. And it's this kind of a pretty interesting um, entity, you know, and, and, and national entity. And I think it was like such a. It's a I thought it was going to be a great uh, conversation to talk about like how national identity is created and like right. from which parts and and how, because with with Ukraine, you can really I think. When you talk, look at it, you can sort of dissect it and, and see the different parts of, like how mytho- how national myths are created and identities forged, and and then because there's so much clashing in Ukraine from different sides, and also like a melding, and so, but we, we obviously you know didn't are not doing that interview because you know like uh, the war started. The war started. He has parents that are still in Kiev. He's freaking out. He's an interesting guy. I actually, um, if I actually I can link to his Twitter feed and his Facebook. Page. Um, I actually mentioned him in a previous uh, p- a letter that I sent out a few weeks ago, just because he's one of the, I'd say, one of the better people to follow on this conflict, um, generally on this region, just because he's he's a very smart, very like I don't know, a realistic, and he's and he's a, he's a, his perspective is sort of from the left, and so which is very, very you know there are not a lot of Ukrainian leftists, and so he has a very good um, you know I, I don't know perspective. I really respect it. Uh, most of most of what he says or writes is is worth reading. So we were going to do that, but since uh, but since we decided that we ourselves have something to say, what's the um, Putin's reasoning at least? Because I yes. feel like in all this like outcries and which. I mean, justified people like scared and angry and all that. I feel like it's just a bit drowned all of a sudden. I don't know, yeah. maybe inside Russia too or outside specific, especially because it's not in English, right? This address to the nation is interesting. And, um, and address to the world, basically. Yeah, yeah, and I don't say it lightly because uh, I'm the first person who always laughs at any time Putin appears to do some like official speeches or doing this like um, yearly um what is it, uh, like New, New Year, Year address, yeah, yeah. also address to the nation, because it's usually like whoever writes it for him, or I don't know, he clearly like um, sort of um, approves of that. Uh, whatever he says is usually sort of kind of abstract, doesn't say anything while saying, while using many words, but not saying much. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's like, it's funny, because the longer he's been in power, the more like wishy-washy and yeah, complete, classic politician, whatever and, like, it's called. Just completely yeah. devoid of any content um, like it's like just words strung together. Yeah, and when I even like would focus on what he's trying to say, I mean, m- I mean, most of the time it's like hard to even yeah. c- capture. Anyway, this one is very different. I can actually yeah, it, it's comprehend what he's saying, and it's clearly yeah. as Yasha already said, it's really well prepared. I don't know how long they were preparing. It's clearly for quite a while. Kind of curious who actually 
whatever, yeah. put it together. Look, I mean, look, let's be honest. I mean, the, the reason why we kind of, I mean, look, Putin has, you know, addresses, he makes addresses all the time. What's interesting about this is that, like, it actually, I think, lays out exactly kind of what his perspective is on kind of this little particular part of this, uh, Russian history. Fairly open. And, uh, and like, very concrete. Um, in a way that you don't really get, um, you know, you very, you very rarely get from him, uh, and and it intersects. The reason we want to talk about it is not because there's a there's a war on. It's actually kind of kind of a little bit, you know, queasy uh, about about it, but because it intersects. Uh, with, that, with with a lot of what we talk about here, and just right. generally like I, kind of the the, the weird ideological um, identity that's like been mishmash for, mishmash that's been forged, and, and that's sort of like presented by the state, by the Russian but state. But also the one in a way. Okay, I again, please, <laughs> I'm not pro Putin or anything, but the one he's almost trying to untangle in a way, in yes. a really fucked up way. I know, but like it's interesting to try, watch. Yes. They, it's interesting to watch. They're trying to like. Like untangle it somehow, yes. and it's really surreal and it's is scary. But a lot of it is definitely interesting because in my lifetime, I'm 32, never seen anything like yeah. that. So um, obviously, I might have missed a bunch of like different addresses to the nations before, but I doubt they were that open or interesting. Yeah. So anyway, so let's let's get to it. So it was like an hour long thing. Now I bet you can find it with subtitles, definitely. Yeah, like, and I'm sure if, you can find wanna... a translated transcript. Yeah. We'll try to link some. We'll try to link it in the post that has English sub. But okay, one of the things that that are kind of interesting out of the way immediately, right? His um, sour face, like bitter look, right? Because it's clearly not just some sort of um, uh, over the top happy some tsar going in this kind of like with a glorious war to some like to take some land, right? He, as you say, he does um, more than anything looks like this like minor dawn or I would even say some like colonial vassal yes. that tell that says fuck you to the metropole and yes. says okay fuck it we can do it on our own <laughs> but not like going against the, the center but like saying we're gonna like this little piece of land that you're like trying to take from us we're like actually just, we're, we're not gonna let you you know that's yeah. it's not even like on a grand scale but I mean in terms of like a, sort of the po- post-Soviet and like you know kind of American the, the American hegemony days, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's significant it's very because unique. very few people, like very few people, you know, very few countries like the size of Russia and sort of the power, military power of Russia have like pushed back like that. I mean, it's basically the first Wait, what time. what do you mean? There are no, yes. Russia is the biggest I, country. I mean, like, like China, the, you know, yeah, yeah. So I guess let, let me start just with what I, what I Please, have, even yes. though we'll, we can, I don't know, not that we're going to do the whole literal analysis, but okay, what I found immediately interesting is that from the start, like in the first few minutes, he talks about American exceptionalism, mm-hmm. which to me, I mean, it's one of the things that um, sort of uh, the people I like or respect or whatever the leftists in America do talk about and we all agree on it, that it does exist. And a majority of liberals who think they're even progressive, I would say they're probably progressive. So I don't know, the terms don't matter, I guess. But they are scared of this word and they don't agree. And and people partially because they do believe in American exceptionalism and don't want to call it that. They don't want mm-hmm. to use that term. And it's weird, Putin does use it. And um, and I think, again, um, I, I might be wrong, but in this kind of very public, open way, um, it's maybe for the first time in 30 years, you know, mm-hmm. since the collapse of the Soviet Union, is the, he really points that out, that basically there is American empire. He also refers to it at some point later, empire of lies. But it's in a different video that he posted the day after. Right, right, right. On the before, day of the invasion. On the day yeah. of the invasion, because he talks why he's, he's going to do it, basically. Yeah, and he like he calls America the empire of lies. Well, it is, it is imperial regime. Imperial regime, um, yeah. 